0: Did you see the Power Rangers trailer? Oh, I did, yeah. Oh man. It's so 90s, it's unbelievable. <laughs> but it's also like so modern. Like it's got to the stage now where I think I can map out like at least musically how a modern movie trailer goes. Like right yeah. now, like the that the music that plays is the setting everything up and then the kind of gap in the bad starts off really bad and then
1: Yeah, it it goes bad that it's like there's no music and then when the badness like hex in it goes and then yeah. that's it, it was, yeah th- but also like
0: that is if you'd cut if you'd taken that exact trailer and cut out the bit that said power rangers in the middle it would like yeah. the actual like the title card which says power rangers in that transformers s looking font like yeah that would be a different movie like the only reason well yeah but like i want trying to say like the fact that it's Power Rangers is nuts. Like, it doesn't feel at all like Power... And, like, even when the trailer ends and it does the little, like, six-notes thing at the end, and you're just, like, it feels so not what the Power Rangers were about. Like, it's nowhere near campy enough, I don't think. Just, it's... Ugh. Oh, yeah. I'm so angry. <laughs> it just seems so weird. Like, no, I'm not angry, because, like... It- Anytime they're
1: gonna try yeah, to modernize. I'm totally gonna to watch that movie. You're yeah, it's gonna
0: be bad. But I was hoping it would be at least yeah. like
1: salvageable. But
0: no, it's gonna be really bad. <laughs> It is the eleventh of October, twenty sixteen, and this is the Game Engine Start Podcast. My name is Ewan. My name's Callum, and let's continue to distract ourselves with meaningless video games while the world around us crumbles and falls. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: all in a bad way. It's a uh,
0: th- things are pretty shitty, to be honest. Um, yeah, yeah. I ended up, I ended up sitting today and. I haven't. I'm sure I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but like anytime some people are talking about something, I have to kind of see it for myself so that I can at least talk about it. And right. I saw so much of Twitter talking about the debate last night for, in the states, sure. where it was like I saw all these fucking hot takes all over Twitter, and I was like, <clears> okay, <throat> I need to actually just watch the thing. And I watched the hour and a half debate. It's just on you, weirdly enough, NBC the whole thing's just on YouTube, and it's not.
1: I, I, yeah, I don't think you could kind of deny that. I think everybody kind of wants to I'm, see it.
0: Yeah, true.
1: But um, I watched that whole thing
0: and man, <laughs> you were talking about a man in a mission. He is a... Yeah. The man I've not the,
1: actually seen it, but I've read some of the quotes and oh. he sure has some ideas. Yeah. Uh,
0: Weirdly enough, yeah. yes. Um, Scary stuff. But we're trying to distract ourselves the best way. Th- but like, also, to be fair, things are not great here either. Like, Some of the comments that have been coming out recently, not... Not the best, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, but um, yeah. Anyway, let's continue to distract ourselves with video games. <laughs> um, so I have a bunch of stuff that I've done, but a lot of it is very kind of small, and I'm not gone enough through it to really talk about.
1: Yeah, so some c- of it you literally
0: can't talk about. <laughs> some of it I literally can't talk about, but also like some of it I played for like half an hour and went meh. Okay, sure. Like for instance, the um, Resident Evil remake. Was one of the PS Plus games
1: this month? The Resident and, Evil remake, yeah, like the remake of Resident Evil One. Yes, was that the remake of the the GameCube remake? Yes, this is the right. Ex- this is the yes, the HDification of a remake. Yes, so it right. came out.
0: I don't know actually when it came out. It came out this year, I think. Um, and that was one of the PS Plus games this this month. A game does not hold up well to. 2016 standards of video games holy shit i'm sure it doesn't <laughs> like that was a very different time and they have not changed any of the dialogue they have not changed any of the writing they-
1: right so let's let's think right if you touched any of the dialogue in that game there would be a revolt Yes. like you couldn't you literally couldn't touch the dialogue in that game even if you wanted to fix it you couldn't do it no like people could. would get really could. mad. If people don't if people don't hear about gel sandwiches and master of unlocking and all that sort of stuff they'll freak out. Yep. It's... but it's like it's it's
0: not even just like that kind of stuff. Like also it looks pretty good. Like they, they it's a decent it's a good looking game. The remake they did a good job with.
1: Yeah. It. The remaster of the remake, yeah.
0: Yeah, but man those mechanics It's still it's
1: still the weirdest thing. Oh know. yeah, it's
0: it's bizarre, but those mechanics just you can't you can't Thank do controls. that anymore. Like, it took me a while to remember, oh yeah, like, ink ribbons and typewriters, and if yeah. you die, here's the main menu. There's no continue. Save points. Yeah, yeah. Like, proper save points. And also, like... The whole point. And zombies are quite resilient, and ammo is scarce. And yeah. And sometimes you just... Again, remember, of, this I was like
1: the foundation of the survival totally, horror genre. Totally. Like, it's just
0: like, man, that's that game was not fun. Like, I died and then went, oh yeah, I'm back at the main menu. Fuck this game and immediately did yeah. it. And I was like, "Yeah, sure, yeah. it's fine." But on the other side of the PS Plus Transformers Devastation is the other game that's PS what Plus. What fuck that, is that? That's the uh, Platinum uh, Transformers. Oh game. right, I forgot they made a Transformers yeah, game that's based on like Gen One, like proper cel shaded. Yeah, I remember the designs. Thing. Yeah, yeah. That game's pretty cool. That game, sure. that game is Bayonetta with robots. It is. Like, it basically has the witch time mechanic as well, but it's not called witch time, it's called focus or something yeah. stupid like that. But, like, if you dodge at the right time, everyone freezes and you get free attacks on things. And there's a loot system. And cool. It looks pretty great and it's not easy. And the transforming makes the right noise and it's on one button and it's cool. And yeah.
1: Can you do it like mid jump and stuff like that? Can you? Uh, if you can't jump and yes. transform, then this game's got a serious problem. You can, yes, you can. I did try it a couple uh, times. Uh, does Megatron turn into a gun?
0: I didn't see Megatron turn into a gun.
1: Well.
0: Oh. Did, he did shout at Starscream within the first 10 minutes though, so I think this is basically... did Starscream turn into a boombox? Starscream was a jet, was he not? Starscream was a jet. Starscream was a boombox. Which no, one of the Transformers uh, turned into a boombox? The boombox was... Oh, I can't even remember. No, I'm going to look this up. Yeah, please do. But Starscream's a jet and, um, and you play as a bunch of... Soundwave guys. was the boombox. Yeah. Of course,
1: of course he was. Of course he yeah. was.
0: Um, yeah, yeah the game's cool I'm going to keep playing it it seems kind of sure. awesome um, it's not easy either like it's you get fucked up pretty easily like very much like Bayonetta like if you're not paying attention you will just get yeah, screwed over yeah if
1: you're watching the right time then you're fucked yeah yeah totally um, again, my that friend like that. reminded me that, uh, that Vanquish was a video game again and
0: mm-hmm. now
1: I never really want to play Vanquish again but I can't they
0: need I really wanted to come to PlayStation now I really wanted to just play that game again properly yeah um that game is, yeah, that game is real good. And there was never a PC I, version. Of I
1: remember I, it being really good, but it's been so long at this point that I, I can't remember it, if it is as good as I think it is. I or if it, played it within the last six to nine months
0: and it's still a good game. Right. So, yeah. That's good. You're fine. Um. So, yeah, they're the two PlayStation Plus games this month, which is, all right, one of them being good. There's a decent turnout, actually. Um... Oh god! What else was there? There was the demo for Dragon Quest Builders hit. Sure, which is interesting for a number of reasons. One, a honest to god demo which never hits. Um, like there's are just not demos for things anymore. Yeah, demos don't exist anymore. Unless you're um, an EA Sports game, in which case they all have demos. But um, and it's a lengthy demo. Like there was at least an hour and a half's worth of game in that demo. Um, and like a bunch of quests and everything. That is what happens if minecraft was done in japan basically (laughs) like it is it is all about crafting and like building a city but it's kind of got elements like dark cloud which is like
1: dark oh that's a cool game wait what was the dark cloud was the first one right yeah where you're rebuilding the town so what was the second one dark Dark something else i I think it was dark chronicle was the second one Oh, Star Cloud Two, yeah, Star Chronicle is the second yeah, one. Yeah, okay, sure. But it's, like, it's called Dark Chronicle here, but it's called Dark Chroni- Cloud Two in America.
0: Oh, okay. Well, yes, Dark, right. It's, that's it's why like I'm the, confused.
1: So you basically like you
0: <laughs> again? The story is kind of insane. You, it's we,
1: Dragon Quest. I'm not sure.
0: No, but like you wake up in a in a underground cave somewhere, and when you head you head to the surface, you're the only person in the world who knows how to build
1: things. So, like, nobody else... I remember reading about this game. Yeah. And it's... Apparently, it's, like, the end of Dragon Quest 1. Oh, really? In an alternate ending. Okay. Yeah. So, like, the end of Dragon Quest 1, the main character gets to choose if he kills the bad guy or if he works with him. Oh, okay. And, like... I think in this game you choose to work with them and therefore you like are left as the only human who knows how to build in a world of ruin. Yeah. I think that's how it works. I'm okay. not sure.
0: I, I will take your word on it. I have never played yeah. any of the Dragon Quest games, but um just the I've concept, only played one and it was the awful. Concept, but... the concept of you going to people in the town and describing like you put a rock and a stick together and it makes a club. Like Here's what building is here's yeah. the concept of building. Like just the, the initial uh, the initial woman that you meet just saying like, oh, but you took those things and now you have another thing. Like what happened? And it's like, you build like builds. Yeah. There's no other words to use, but yeah, it's kind of nuts. But there's stuff like, so you have to rebuild this town in the demo and you like bring people in, you bring other people back to the town and go, Hey, you can live here. It's fine. Um and you bit you get like blueprints. Then you not then just go what like what's a house like? How did yes, this happen? Totally, you have okay. to build them a house and you go oh like walls and stuff. Yes, you have to do that. So you like build a you build walls and the stuff you put in it determines what kind of room it is. So like if it's got two beds and a plant pot, it's a bedroom that people can sleep right. in. If it's got a fire, then it's a kitchen and all this kind of stuff. Um, but it's totally Minecraft like it's blocky worlds that you hit with a shovel, and it turns into dirt that you... on all the crafts. Um, There's not really a crafting table... Oh, there is totally is a crafting table, but it's not like you put stuff on a grid. Like, you just need, I need five of these, and four of these, and three of these, and you make the thing. So Um, it's Minecraft. It's, well, no, Minecraft has the table. Yeah, but it's kind of... it's recipes, really. Um, Yeah, game's weird, but not... like, it seems totally fine if that's your your jam.
1: But, um... I'm sure there are a bunch of people who are going to play it because yeah. there are a bunch of people who like Dragon Quest for whatever reason, yeah. and there's a bunch of people who like Minecraft, so why not?
0: Totally. Um, but yeah, it was more the fact that there was a demo, and it took me an hour and a half to finish, which is all right. Like, like, yeah, seeing a long demo is a rarity, so I was, I was kind of I'm pleased with that. Um, what else is there? Uh, oh God, what else do I choose? I've got so much stuff. Um, finished Oxenfree. Which was yes, which was cool. So I bought because I remember
1: you coming on and saying, "When did you fucking buy this?" Um, it well, was, yeah, because I remember a bunch of people talking about it when it came out, yeah, and it totally. seemed really interesting. And so, then yeah. it just kind of passed by, and neither of us touched it. So it's been on
0: my like Steam wish list for a while. And I got the notification like yeah. it's three pounds this week. So I was like, "Yeah, okay, I probably should do that." Um, it is a kind of it's an uh, it's an adventure game, really, like uh, with yeah. conversation choices and dialogue choices, and like and the thing I didn't. Quite get so you've when you finish the game, you get a bunch of like the epilogue happens, and you get a bunch of graphs up saying 65% of people also got XYZ happening, and like for different sections of the story. So, there are obviously like a bunch of ways this can end. Like, one of the graphs had like nine different sections on it, and I have no oh, cool. idea how you're supposed to get them. Um, but it's really cool, like, the dialogue's pretty, like. Pretty well written. It's, like it's,
1: it's all like teenagers and stuff, though, right? So this is just, it appropriate language and stuff like that. Is It, like, it feels do pretty people do people, as it, do people understand how teenagers talk, or is it that weird kind of. Uh, Fake teenager talk? No, it's. What's um, the name of that game that I can never remember the name of? The adventure game that you like a lot that's to do with teenagers? Life is Strange? That's the one, yeah. Oh, Where no, it's, it's like they don't quite talk like human beings, but they're trying to sound like teenagers. No, there's, there's no hella in this game. It
0: is, okay. it is it sounds like a bunch of teenagers who are ripping the piss at each other and it sounds good That's natural. fine um so the, the setup is it's a kind of high school tradition that in your i have no idea how the american school system works your junior year senior year <laughs> whatever one of them oh that is um, yeah. there, you go to this island and everyone goes and gets drunk on the beach and then you get the first ferry back at 6 a.m you get the last ferry there and the first ferry back
1: um, okay, sure. So it's like an all night rager or basically. whatever. Basically. Um, and right. then
0: this year, because there was a party like the week before and a bunch of people get caught, only five people turn up to the party. And you play as uh, Alex, whose mum has just got remarried. So you bring along your new stepbrother, who you've only known for like a week, uh, Jonas. And the whole story, and a bunch of stuff happens that I can't really talk about because it would ruin the story. But it's. Yeah it's really it's a cool setup and the things they do with the kind of visual presentation of how they do it like it's it's kind of creepy at points actually like it some stuff happens that is yeah disconcerting and it does it does a really really good job of it considering especially that it's a very very stylized game like the backgrounds are all 2D and kind of watercolory um and the characters are 3D but very kind of kind of stylized uh, in design but it does some really, really cool stuff. And there's a kind of interesting story in there. And I'm I'll, now that I know how the ending happens, I'm kind of fascinated to know how that changes. Like, there are a couple of obvious things where, like, yes, you could go through the whole game being a real dick to this person. And that will probably change it somehow. Um, sure. But I was really, I was kind of pleasantly surprised with how, how how it goes. The only issue I have with it, which is something I have an issue with in a lot of games, but this one, it seemed because, like, the conversation is such a big part of it, it kind of showed up more is that conversations kept interrupting each other so like you would you would walk by or you'd be walking like across the screen and there would be a conversation between two characters happening and then you would use an item or like look at something in the thing and it would cut the conversation off, start the new uh, conversation right, yeah. and then you're
1: starting like different trigger points or whatever Yeah,
0: and then half the time it wouldn't go back to the previous conversation, so you feel like you've missed a whole bunch of like story setup or like yeah. interactions between character. Like sometimes, as you're walking and you do something, they'll say, "What was I saying?" Oh yeah, and then cut back into the conversation like in a really kind of natural sounding way. Okay. Um, but half the time they just lose stuff, and you feel like you've missed big chunks of the story, and that's not yeah. good. And it's especially true when you're leaving screens. Like you'll get to the edge and it says go to the next area, and people will still be talking. And you're like, I can't go to the next screen until everyone stops talking because I don't want to miss anything. And you sit there for a little bit too long, I think. But apart from that, like, the dialogue is real natural. It sounds really good. They banter off each other quite well. They interrupt each other at the right moments to cut in and take the piss out of each other. There's some really interesting, like, social dynamic stuff in there. Like, you've you've brought your stepbrother along who's not part of the group and, like, this yeah. person has this thing for this person, and these relationships happen. By te- the yeah, I was
1: going to say, yeah, it's teenagers, so everybody likes everybody else. Yeah, and no and one can talk about it. And, yeah. yeah,
0: it's it's really cool. It's like maybe a couple of hours, maybe hour or two or in a bit. It sounds so. interesting, and now that I can play it easily, I'll probably do it. Totally, so. it's it's well worth it's well worth having a look at, and just just the visual stuff they do with some of the storytelling is really really cool. It's well worth having a look at. So it's auction free. Yeah. I think it's still on sale. I think it's still on sale to the end of the week, but I'm not 100 percent about that. Um, I did we talk about Event Zero, or did we talk about Event Zero off air?
1: Uh, I don't think we talked about Event Zero on the show. Right, so we should probably talk about Event Zero because that
0: yeah. was an interesting game, and I was hoping to have played through it again by the time we recorded, but didn't get a chance. Event Zero was really cool and nuts at the same time. So yeah, the setup is that you. You're well, there's a bunch of setups. Like, the game starts and asks you a bunch of like uh, Twine style questions about like where you fill in the blanks in your story. Where it's like, Oh, like the start of yeah. um, like I left, I left Firewatch, home. yes, totally yeah. like the start of Firewatch. Like, I left home because I was going to a mining operation or because I needed to get away or like all this stuff. And you fill yeah. in a bunch of your backstory through through that. And basically, what happens is whatever ship you're on um, has an accident, you leave an escape pod, escape pods. Finds another ship and are kind of derelict, and automatically pilots towards it. You dock with that, and you end up on the ship, which has been there since the eighties, like our eighties. As if there oh. was, as if there was, and this is all like first five minutes. You get this, yeah. Um, like as if there was a secret spaceship that got launched in the eighties that nobody knows about. Yeah, that made it there and is now derelict. Um, And so it's got, like, everything's kind of, like, it's all CRT monitors, and it's all those kind of, like, it's all beige and open wood, and, like, it looks like an 80s house, but on Hmm. a spaceship, it's weird.
1: Sure, yeah, but it's a spaceship with, like, an actual sophisticated AI in it.
0: Yeah, so the thing is, there's an AI called Kaizen, who is, um, who you interact with through text, like, there's these text terminals all over the place, and you type... You have conversations with the AI in free text. Like, it's not like there's dialogue options when you go up to a thing. Like, you just type in questions or statements or observations and it responds to you. And I would say about 70% of the time it's
1: effective. Like, there's a... There's, there's, it thing? doesn't, like, randomly break it. Oh, it does randomly break at but moments, it, I guess.
0: If it does randomly break, it feels like... It feels like an AI from the eighties that has is the only thing left on the ship. Maybe, Um, but it it
1: doesn't do like the weird. You're talking to a robot thing of it, like leads on weird tangents and like doesn't quite answer the question you're asking it, and it's not really strange.
0: No, not really. Like it, it knows like because of the way the terminals are spread out, where there's usually a terminal per room that is important. So like something has to happen in this room. So they can at least focus on, like, the terminal that you're going to interact with in here is probably to do with the thing you have to do in this room. But the right. the, the thing that makes it cool is that there's a section early on that there's obviously, like, there's something you have to work out what to do. Or you, ha- you you know what you need to do, but you need to figure out how to do it. And you're in a room and all of the clues are there in the room. And when you go talk to the terminal, Kaizen says like, so how are we going to do this? And that's it. And you're like, well, and I didn't get it the first time. So I was like, do we, and I was having a conversation with it. And every time I caught myself, having a conversation with this thing and being sarcastic to this AI and it responding kind of freaked me out every time I caught myself doing it. So like you have, you, so you, I, I put in something, I was like, do we maybe do this? And it said, that's probably not going to work because of this. Right. then I put something else in and and then it kind of broke and was like, that's, I don't, it it never at any point says, I don't understand what you said. It's always like, it always has a response of some kind. And if it asks you a question and you give a response, that's kind of slightly weird, it gets kind of curt with you and says like, okay then. And just stops you're like, oh, you're just being a dick, right, okay. Yeah. And you start attributing, like, character traits to this text AI that is actually talking to you.
1: Are you attributing character traits, or are you trying to contextualise the fact that it doesn't work correctly? No, it totally, like, when it works, and it does... The
0: points where it breaks are disguised well enough that it doesn't feel like it's broken. It feels like you've done something wrong.
1: Sure. Okay.
0: So, like, as 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 I'm continuing to do this question, this thing, and it says, eventually it gets to the point where it's like, look, just go. You're. Not, we have none of this is going to work. Go have a look, and you start scouting the room again, and then you start to put an idea together. And I tried it again. I said, "How about we do this?" It said, "Okay, the, that bit sounds good, but maybe not this bit." And if you continue to just give it wrong answers, eventually it'll say like. You really that dumb? Like, how about we do this? And you're like, oh yeah, that would totally work. Okay, sure. So it like it knows what the outcome you're you're supposed to get to is, and how it guides you to that by being a dick sometimes is really <laughs> funny. Um, so you so the whole so it's not a particularly long game. It's maybe like an hour and a half, maybe. Sure. But there are mo- theoretically multiple endings. And I'm not sure how you get multiple endings. Like, I think maybe you just have to be, like, on the ball. Like, really good at it. Um, but there are totally multiple endings. And I'm interested to see how they spin that story. Because a bunch of stuff happens that is... Difficult to see how they change. But I'll, I'll need to have a look. But there are, a whole set, there are sections as well where, like, you have to leave the station and, like, spacewalk rounds to a different part of the station and that's super effective because like you're in a mask and it's fogging up as you're breathing and if your oxygen starts to run out it gets super kind of tense in there in order to get back into the ship you need to talk to the ai and say ai can you open door 745 yeah. or whatever it is and just at that point the ai decides to be like you know what let's have a chat and you're like no my oxygen's running out you need to open up and says well, that was a waste, and then eventually it just lets you in, and you're just like... It's... Yeah, the,
1: the, it was like that, um, there's a bit of in the trailer where it like pretends it doesn't know you, and it's just like rapid typing of, no, you need to open the door, yeah, and it's like, like, nah, I don't know who you are. So, it's...
0: Like, if I was recommending, and I, I do recommend like, if people get a chance to have have a, have a go at it, but I recommend that if you're going to do it, just kind of don't try and break it. Like, just go with it. That's and, really hard though. And suspend like, suspend, like if you're going to break it, break it the second time through, but first time through, like just go with it and suspend your disbelief and talk to it as if you would talk to what it's saying it is. Sure. And then, cause then you get through it and then like the second time through it, yeah, I'm going to fuck with this thing. I'm going to see how far I can break it. But, um, it is remarkably effective at what it does. Um, and it hits more often than it fails for sure. Um, but yeah, really interesting, interesting game. Uh, sure, Red zero. No, it's, it's I'm going to try it. It's on Steam. It
1: sounds interesting. Also,
0: like I feel like I should give like kind of. I feel I should give this um, caveat as well because I it would help me if I get told this caveat when I started. There are no aliens. There are no jump scares. This yeah. is not a horror game. There's not
1: a thing. Yeah. No.
0: There's nothing stalking you. There's no like. It's not that kind of game. So if that makes you relax any And it never like alludes to there being one to try to freak you out, like Gone Home style. Yeah. It is... It is just... It's it's not there. So, yes. Good. If that's, that makes that you- actually makes me feel a lot better uh, totally. about it. Because um, it, has, it
1: has the, the, the whiff of one of those kind of games. So that's totally. fine.
0: It's, it's definitely not one of those games. Um, played a bit of Fracture Space. We have a video going up soon on that. That game's Cool. And I, yeah, it's a space moba,
1: and it is, uh, yeah, it's it's kind of a space moba. It's more like War Thunder or yeah, World you of quite Tanks, it, like, World of Tanks and, stuff like, like, and stuff
0: like that. Um, yeah,
1: but it's are, more like that than it is like a moba. You sure. can't just put lanes in a game and suddenly it's a moba. But that like is.
0: lanes and abilities on cooldowns and positioning and yeah, sure, sure. Like, there's it's... elements of it there. There's no creeps, however. But, um, yeah, yeah, so we've got a video going up probably this week that you should take a look at um, if you're interested in that kind of stuff. Spaceships are always cool, and visually that game looks awesome. Like, the ship designs are great. Oh, yeah, the fucking
1: the ships in that game look yeah. fucking rad. So you should, yeah. probably,
0: you should probably check that out if you're interested. Um, and then the last thing I'm not going to talk about too much because it's kind of impossible to talk about. Um, that Shenzhen IO game came out in Early Access. That is the Early Access Computer chip game by the Space Chem guy. Yes, it who's who's the the developer that made Space Chem and a bunch of other. They've made a lot of games actually. Now, Are they? If you look, okay. if you look at their Steam games, there's like three or four listed there. But I was a big fan of Space Chem, and um, this is the new game from them, and it is the least disguised one of their games I think I've seen where
1: it is it's just very obviously trying to teach you programming it,
0: well it's not even like it's not a language that exists that I know of it is a constructed language but it is hardware programming like it is simplified hardware programming with a story is kind of how the best way sure. to describe it where you basically you work for a Chinese manufacturing company Um seems like it's modern day um and you get like you're on you have a you have a desktop and you have an email client that the rest of your the, the other guys on the design team all email you and talk about designs and all that stuff. And then you get a client design in says, We need a, a design that does X, Y, and Z and here's what it should output. And here's the bits and here's here's your shop, go nuts. And it does the it does the space cam thing of you need to make it using the least amount of power, which is like the number of instructions it uses with yeah. the least with the cheapest parts. And it has the thing sure, where
1: it's like manufacturing yeah
0: totally and like and when it finishes it pops up and says use this amount of power but other people who have done this thing use this amount of power and it's got like a graph of like here's how everyone else who's done this has done
1: right um
0: and like it it does exactly what space chem did where you struggle for ages you finally get the design to work it spits up that screen went that guy did it like half the the instructions i did how the fuck did he do that and the amount of times where i immediately like Okay, load the load the design up again, and I'm sitting like optimizing <laughs> how this thing works and how it plugs into each yeah. other. And there was a great moment actually where like I'd, I'd done a thing, and like I was obviously in the upper percentage of like cost, and I was like, "How the fuck did they do this?" And I, and I stepped back to and I look at the design, and went, "I can eliminate like three parts and move the code into this other bit, and it all like it is like two parts now, and it's yeah. super automatic, and it's so satisfying." And I understand that I am I am insane <laughs> for this, but it is like because this is kind of what I
1: do for a living. But I'm... I was going to say it's it's weird that you get so much enjoyment out of playing a game that's just your job. Totally, like,
0: my fiance did the same thing to me, where like she came in while I was playing, and was like, "What are you doing?" It's like it's a, it's a hardware programming game. She was like, "Is this not like too much like work for you?" And I'm like, "Well, yes, but no." Cause it's such yeah. a different level of programming. Like, where well you basically each component gets one variable, and you have like eight instructions per component that you can do, and it's really difficult to do. Like, decision trees and all. That. It's it's nuts. Um, but the story stuff surrounding it is kind of interesting. Oh, the other the other really cool thing about it is it comes with a printed manual. Like, keep talking, it won't no explode. Style. Oh, awesome. Cool. So it's got, like, data sheets for all of the components. And there's a <coughs> su- there's a supplemental thing at the back, which is, like, like extra data sheets for, like, specific designs. So, like, one of them is, like, you need to design a, a motor controller for a mining robot. And the other supplemental sheet is, like, here's the area where this mining bot will be in coordinates. And here are the areas that you need to the the output value needs to be so like if it's in this half it needs to be thirty. If it's in this square in the middle it needs to be twenty. If it's round it needs to be zero. So you yeah. get all these like supplemental extra data things that really go in it's, it. And yes. It's nuts but it's 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 super interesting and really cool. And the last the last uh client I had wanted to create a remote controlled RGB vape pen. What? Why? What? Because yeah. he was a he's a he's a musician and he was handing them out at the door and they're all synced to a radio so that during the set they can make all the vape pens glow specific RGB colors.
1: Oh, that's like oh, that's rad. Okay, sure. Yeah. It's like those yeah. weird uh, kagul things that Microsoft made people so, wear. Like, at that it's pressure one of them. One like right. they could
0: have done something like that, but the fact they made it a vape pen it a vape pen so yeah. hard. Yeah, that's um, weird. I think the artist yeah. is called Cool Dad as well which made me laugh even <laughs> more um, it's cool, dad. cool Dad vape pens you know yeah. Um, yeah so it's an early access but it seems pretty polished like they've already put a patch out for it to fix some niggling bugs but like it seems like it's all there there's nothing glaring in there like it's ready to go as far as I can tell kind of the same way they did for the last early access game where like it's basically done but we need to like balance it and make sure everyone can complete stuff and like get the edge cases and all this kind of stuff um it's super specific, it's not for everyone, which I feel like I'm super. Yeah, that's a lot, way specific. Yeah. But it's kinda nuts and kinda of awesome. And nothing like it's why I I get I'm sure I've said this before, it's why I do what I do for a living. Because the moment you crack it is such a great feeling. Yeah. Um and then when you go back and optimize it and like cut out components and do all this stuff, it's yeah, it's really, really cool. I would I would love to do a video of it, but like I don't want to do another programming video where I no, we
1: can't, and... we can't turn our goddamn YouTube channel into learn how to program <laughs> through video games.
0: Yeah, it's just, not. It's not. Yeah.
1: yeah. Mainly it. because I'm supposed to be the fucking co host of that show and I know nothing about programming. Well, not nothing. Exactly. I know very little well about programming. Sure.
0: Um, but yeah, so Sheza and IO, uh, if you search for either that or uh, Zaktronix on Steam, you'll find it. I think it was. Is it, is it Living Quid now? I think it's on pre purchase or. I can't remember. But yes, it's on Steam. Well worth it. Have a look at the trailer and um you'll see very quickly if it's up your alley or not. Yeah. But, yeah, we'll see. Um but yeah, that's everything I had. That was a lot of, kind of small <laughs> stuff. I I, yeah. I I ended up doing a lot of small stuff over the past two weeks. Yeah. I ended up with a lot of titles and, and not a lot of time. But um, hey, we'll see. That's fine. Um so what about yourself? What have you been what have you been doing?
1: Uh so I I played through Virginia.
0: Oh, yes, yes, uh, yes,
1: Because you asked me to. Mm. Uh, that game is really unique. It's really interesting. Yeah. It's got a cool sort of style and presentation and how it goes about telling its story with the jump cuts and stuff. That's really, really interesting. Right. That thing's not a video game. So
0: it- I am planning to do a spoiler cast on Virginia, potentially with a special guest. So okay sure we might, so we might save it for that and then we can talk about it properly then because it's one of those games oh, yeah
1: that's, I, I wasn't going to talk specifics about the story or anything sure like it's that, kind of
0: it's, like like i think there's stuff in there that we need to talk story about that we yeah. can't really do on something like this but um, sure yeah you're right it's not a video game
1: it's not a game. but it's it, it's almost the most not video game of one of those games totally. i've seen yep like right. you have basically zero agency in that world you have, and you have exactly you, zero agency in that you world. You have exactly zero agency in that world. Things just sort of happen to you and you've got no control over it. And like, you could have just watched it and it would have been exactly the same thing. Sure. And there's no, you. nothing special happens because I did something in that game, which yes. is awful. Like not awful, but like it. it's, it's really hard to explain because this game, because it, it came out and people reviewed it and. It got really, really good scores, and people are going to talk about it at like Game of the Year stuff, and that's fine for like personal lists and all that sort of stuff. But if you're going to say that that thing is one of the best video games of 2016, I think you're flat out wrong. Like, sure. that thing I think like, isn't I would... a game like you can't call it a video game. It's no. not. And,
0: and again, we've to- we've talked on here before about like interpretations yeah. of what a video game is, and all that kind of stuff. It is a like the opening, like when you boot that game up. The first screen says "Play Featurette." Like yes, it doesn't say that, "Start
1: Game." That exactly started me on the right path yeah. of like, oh, they're not even calling this a game. No, like at versus, no point
0: do they talk about a game. game.
1: Yeah. Like if you look in the credits,
0: it talks very much about like as if it was a director talking about a film. Like it is a
1: yes, and it's shot like a film. Like yes. there's a lot of like really deliberate framing and stuff that goes on from your character's eyes yeah. that are very much like a film. It's it's totally. that sort of idea, but I'm. I'm glad I did it. It was really, it was a really unique thing. Mm. And yes, the, the sequence you were talking about two weeks ago that you told me you need to yes. see it for this sequence is really, really great. Yeah, it's a really cool sequence. Again, that's probably the sequence that will make you most think it's like a movie because yeah. that God- thing is shot like a goddamn movie. It's great. Yeah. But anyway, yes, um, that thing's pretty yeah. cool. It
0: is it is it is for sure unique, and we haven't seen anything like it and done in the way it's been done for for yeah. Possibly ever, but um, yes. yeah, it's not a game. But mm. I don't. I think that I don't think that detracts from it. I just think it's a different. Oh, category. Oh God, no! I think and it's a is different not, category.
1: It's not. I'm not saying it's not a video game in a pejorative way in any way. Oh, totally. No, yeah,
0: I'm with you. I'm, with it. you. Not,
1: I'm just saying it's not. You can't consider it in the kind of that kind of video game realm. It's something else. Totally. This is not. This kind of video game, yeah, in a year where you in a year where you're, you're going to have to put this thing up against things like DSX and all the other stuff that's so to like, come in the next goddamn three months. Yeah. It's nowhere close to those things. Like no. those things are like yeah. all,
0: all I would uh, the things I would put it forward for potentially. Like again, there's a bunch of stuff still to come, but like things like best use of music or... yeah, like, sure.
1: I don't know. It's, it's best it's moment. Best. I can tell you it's not winning best use of music. I can tell you that for a fact.
0: Okay. Well, well, we'll it's a it's a strong it's a strong category this year. So we'll be yeah. yeah, Uh Yes, sure. So yes. Yeah.
1: So I that, that. I, that I'm I'm glad I played through that. Uh, I do plan on playing through Event Zero. I just didn't get around to it. Sure. Sure. Uh, played a little bit of Stardew Valley again because oh, right. okay. Patch 1.1 came out. Oh, yeah, that, uh, which, that,
0: that was a huge patch, right?
1: But yeah, like, the guy has added a whole bunch to that game that are both, uh, like, convenience things. There are, like, pyramids you can build on your farm to, like, teleport around the map, which is pretty cool, uh, to, like, new starting locations that vary things that happen on your farm to, like, new crops to grow and new things to build. It's just more of a game that's entirely built around look at all the shit you can do. it's more more. there's even more of it now you could do so many other different things it's great if they put
0: if they put that out if is it one dude is it one dude yeah Um, considering it's one guy if he put it out as an expansion pack with a name would you still be happy
1: like for more money Uh, or
0: what am i trying to say I'm I'm basically trying to judge how much
1: content they've actually added. Like, is it expansion? Oh, pack like would you would content? you would you be happy enough for it yeah. to be an expansion pack? Uh, mm, that's a really weird question. Because they're adding it, it's enough. There's enough stuff there to make it feel like a really really good patch. Right. But like a expansion pack, I think you would want like a whole new area or right. something okay. like that. Like some other different. Like, hey, there's this fucking I don't know. You can grow plants in the desert area, special plants it's, that you can do whatever. It's that sort of idea.
0: Based on what I was looking at, with like the amount of stuff they added, like calling it 1.1 seems like a really weird. Like, it it, it seems very understated. If
1: you what I mean. yeah, but I think I don't think there really is anything else to call it. Like totally, I mean, yeah. it, is, it is literally it is literally just an improvement and fixing of the 1.0 edition. So you totally. call it 1.1. That's yes, just what enough. that is. Fair enough. Cool. Uh, Good team. May go back to it and see what the new farm layouts are like. Because um, there's like different things of like, some farms now have more foraging things, or some farms now have more enemies that can turn up and stuff. It's weird. I need to go and investigate it a little bit, I think. Uh, the main thing I've been playing, because there aren't any actual video games for me to play right now, uh, I went back and started playing Divinity Original Sin again. Ah, okay. I'm now playing it on the enhanced edition that came out,
0: oh, okay, because
1: they they did a whole bunch of shit. They like they they came out with this enhanced edition, which I think was around about the time it went on consoles and stuff like that as well. Uh, and like anybody who bought the game got it for free because it was just like an enhanced version of the game you already bought, right? But it adds like VO to like everything, and oh, that wasn't change. there before. Yeah, that wasn't there before. There's like three hundred thousand new lines of VO or something like that, Jesus. Um, Okay. Yeah, like, they did a fuck ton of work and, like, changed like, changed how encounters work. I've not actually hit this point, but apparently changed how encounters worked in the mid to late game to make it more interesting. Cause and Because
0: like, that was one of those games that I heard a lot of people talking about, like, there's a build for that game that you can just destitute dis- yeah. people with.
1: Oh, yeah. there is. A, there, there were three or four, like, good, solid builds that if you did, you could just stomp through that game, which they've now fixed. They've now, like, tweaked some of the classes to make them not as crazy anymore. Sure. Uh, and that was actually really interesting because it let me do something, it let me try a build that I thought would work in the original game that didn't, that now seems to work. Which was uh, the way that wands work in this game is that they're it's like a ranged weapon that has elemental affinities, but right. always hits. It's got a hundred percent hit chance regardless of where you're hitting. So I I thought initially this was going to be oh it's a good source of like consistent damage mm-hmm. because like it's always going to hit, so it's always going to hit. And it's got elemental affinity, which means you can take advantage of the elemental weakness, which is a huge part of the combat in that game. Sure. The problem was yeah. that like wands were just crazy underpowered in the initial game, so they okay. just didn't do anything. Uh, but now they've 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 fixed wands and made the made the damage more appropriate for a ranged weapon, and also added dual wielding as a separate build path. So you, you can now ones. Yeah, what well, yeah, like so yeah, dual wielding anything. So like I I had a character in my first playthrough of the game that was like a rogue that was dual wielding daggers, but your damage into hit was just based on your skill with daggers, sure. not dual wielding. You still got a negative for dual wielding. Now they've got this dual wielding build that lets you minus the negative, so you can pair that with your actual main weapon stat to make dual wielding viable. So now I have this I've now made this wand which that that dual wield wands and has spells that buff her own damage, so she can just cast a bunch of these spells or her stuff and hit twice in one turn with these elemental damage and deal a fuck ton of damage in one turn. It's really this is why I play games like this. Is when you go. I have this idea. I wonder if it works. And when it works, you're like shit. I'm a fucking genius. That's brilliant. I've totally broken this game. but It's fantastic.
0: So have, have um, they? Just, have they just replaced one overpowered build with another overpowered build?
1: I don't know. I've not. Okay. I, I, I've not looked into like the proper builds of this game or not. I've found one that works, which right. is good for me, I guess. Okay. Um, but yeah, the the game's still the game, so it's still like fantastic to play. The combat's still really interesting, and the story gets interesting towards like the mid to late game. Uh, you still spend the first god like forty five minutes of that game stealing paintings because you have to. Um, it's it's still the game. It's it's great. I, I'm I'm very much enjoying playing it again. Awesome. Uh, I'm going towards the end of chapter one now, and there's a big boss fight at the end of chapter one that I don't know if I'm ready to fight yet. So I need to figure <laughs> out how to. Because I know that that fucking boss fight at the end of chapter one is fucking insane, so I need to figure out if I can actually beat it or not. Cool. But yeah, um, that's basically it. I've not really done anything else otherwise. Awesome.
0: Uh, yeah. Cool. Okay. Uh, I believe you will have a song to take us into the intermission.
1: Yeah, so I, uh, I was doing a bunch of um, busy work over the weekend and stuff like that, uh, and... Was just like, I had music on in the background, and I had on, you know, that song from Skyrim that everybody knows that's like the really cool, like, uh, ethereal song. It's called Secunda, it's all like, yes, I
0: don't know, like,
1: guitar, like, plinky violins and stuff like that. Amazing song. Yep. Uh, I remember that song when the game came out, and everybody was talking about how amazing that song was. It was like, it was a weird thing because I was talking to someone. It must have been like a year ago, who like doesn't play video games at all and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I was talking to them about music and stuff and was saying, Oh yeah, I'm like listening to this, it's from one of my favorite games and stuff like that. And she said, Oh yeah, I told i listened to stuff from Skyrim and I was like, What do you listen to? And she said, Yeah, this song called Secunda. And I was like, This this has transcended video games. Like this person who huh. doesn't play video games has found this song. Sure. But I remember at the time, people were like, Oh, I wonder who the the composer is of this and the name Jeremy Soule came up, who's the composer of Skyrim. Okay. I was like, I was like, oh, cool! So, like, the guy is getting recognition and composer and stuff like that. And it came up at the weekend, and I was like, I wonder what else he's done. And I am going to read out his writing credits for game soundtracks. and okay. You tell me, you tell me if you recognize a pattern here, right? Okay. Okay. So, I am going to start with Icewind Dale. Sure. Baldur's Gate: Dark Alliance. Okay. Elder Scrolls Three: Morrowind. Right. Uh, all the Guild Wars games. Dungeon Siege games, Skyrim, Oblivion, uh, what else have we got? Guild Wars 2, uh, some Dota songs, and Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic.
0: Oh, weird, because I had orcs until the very last one there, and then you're just like, oh, no,
1: shit. <laughs> okay, so he does so, fantasy soundtracks sound. then. I discovered that this guy basically write, wrote all the music of my childhood. Video games. Basically, yeah, you're. Like, yep, totally. The games that I grew up playing and have now shaped what I like as video games, this guy wrote the soundtrack to nearly all of them. Sure. I, okay. ha- I have the fucking. Some of the songs from Guild Wars 1 stuck in my head constantly because I played that game so much. Yep. Because of this guy. And all the Night Sealed Republic music that I know to death because I played that game to death. All of that stuff. It's. Mm. Fucking nuts, including Neverwinter Nights. He also wrote Neverwinter Nights oh, soundtrack. Oh, nice. It's okay. like mental. It's, it, it was this sudden realisation of, you did all of this, all of it. <laughs> like, it was mental. It was crazy. So in honour of that, I've decided <laughs> to uh, give Jeremy his due, and I'm going to play the main theme song from Neverwinter Nights. Cool. Uh, because it is a song that I don't think I'll ever forget as long as I live. Yeah,
0: I'm probably with you. I played a lot like it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, what's it called? Sorry. This is what's called the, the main, main
1: theme th- of the winter nights. Yeah. Cool.
0: Um. So, uh, if you check out the post, we will have a bunch of links up there about where you can go and get that song. And we'll be back. Basically, the
1: only way you, the only way you can get this this soundtrack is if you buy the game on GOG. It's like five pounds, and okay. it's way worth it. So, okay. you should just go buy the game
0: and play it. Sure. Uh, so, yes, take a listen. Check the post for links, and we'll be back after this.
1: Was the main theme to *Neverwinter Nights* by Jeremy Soule, uh, a man I've discovered is now inexplicably linked to the rest of my life. Um, it was fucking such a realization. I like screamed sure. out loud. It was crazy. Awesome. Uh, but yeah, his works, her works are great. The video games that he writes for are great. I'll never forget them. <laughs> Yeah.
0: Um, so yeah, check posts for links where you can pick that up. Um, doesn't sound like many, but at least we'll point you in the right direction. You, you can you can buy the game. <laughs> sure. Yeah, that's basically it. um So new stuff. A couple of small things. Really, really huge. Um, yeah. New Skylanders game is doing what I assumed they were going to do forever, and are, are just. Yeah, you can 3D print your Skylander, is what the oh, new really? is going to let you do. Um, are they giving people 3D printers? No, no, no. You send off.
1: And oh, right, just 3D you. print your Skylander.
0: Okay. Uh, Activision has teamed up with 3D printing company Shapeways, who are like the big, like, send us, a, send us your design, and we will 3D print your thing. Like, they are the company that does that. Yeah. Uh, to offer a limited run of custom printed Skylander heroes, if players don't want to spend the $50 for a 3D color printing of the creation. There's also the option to buy a custom twenty five dollar shirt or a fifteen dollar Imaginator card. the Imaginator is the new is the new game. Um, so it seems like it's gonna be limited time that they're gonna
1: do that, but I suppose so it depends like how well stuff. it goes. Yes. Yeah. Um but yeah. So. I'm sure they'll let you do it as long as it keeps making the as money. So if you keep making it's...
0: money, they will totally let you do it, I'm sure.
1: Or you can just use cards. Like yeah, everyone else does.
0: Um we talked last time about PS4 not getting Skyrim fallout mods. Um yes. and being people getting kind of their pants in a twist about that. Um so they have managed to work out whatever issues they had that Sony had with the process and they said you will get mods but they will not be allowed to- they will not you will not yeah. mods that use any other external assets will not work on PS4 so you can't use your own textures or models or any of that kind of stuff you have to use this, this stuff in the normal game huh. um, which kind of reinforces the idea that sony were not happy about people about the concept of people just uploading like random images and models and sounds
1: yeah. onto their platform which is fair enough but, I mean, um, sure, yeah, but that's where all the interesting mods are. So, totally. I mean, it's limiting,
0: especially when when
1: Xbox are going to get if all I that. If I can't turn my goddamn dragons into Thomas the Tank engines, then what's the point of totally. playing Skyrim yeah. anymore? Why
0: would you? Why would you want mods at all? Is kind of what it was. Yeah. Um, what else we got? There was um, we were both big fans of. Uh, I think you you liked Inside, right? Yeah, that it was cool. It was, it was great. Awesome. So there's a little story on a bunch of sites talking about how um, the uh, composer for Inside, a man by the name of Martin Stig Anderson, is their the composer and sound designer of that game. Recorded some of the game's soundtrack using a human skull, which is a human skull, which is totally in keeping with that game's vibe. Really, um, he. This is from the Polygon Art. Uh, sorry, the Verge article, Um he wondered how... Uh, sorry, so he said the switch was made because he was interested in the way your voice sounds different inside your own head. I wondered how that kind of audio filter would translate inside music. This was the curious thought that led me to acquire a human skull and experiment with it, which is the type of sentence that you get on a serial killer's, like, recording. Right. Um, they wrote songs aiming for a nineteen he synth vibe and then piped them through the skull using a contact microphone. Well he says the sounds initially came out sounding poor, he was able to clean them up afterwards. So there's a couple of tracks that were recorded using a microphone inside a skull, which is huh. Yeah, interesting. And as a note, eventually all of the teeth fell out of the skull because of the vibrations. So <laughs> Okay. Just always good to know. Um sp- did you ever play Spelltower?
1: I can't Spell terror. That was a game that uh,
0: came out. Oh, is that Gage who did um another game which I know That's really helpful. Fuck. Hold on, I'm gonna very quickly look up this game. But basically, this guy is coming up with a his new game is called Really Bad Chess. Which is a great
1: okay. name. That's uh, a great name like, for a game. Is it about very
0: bad chess or is it So the the concept is that uh you get you. Play, it's it's a chess game. It has all the normal pieces, but um, the pieces on each side are randomly generated every time. So you may end up with four queens or no queens or seven bishops. That's interesting. That, yeah, that's um, it's pretty funny. Yeah, flips chess in its head. Uh, the pieces moves are the same, but you'll have to throw out your openings and understand the normal patterns of play. So it's like chess, but fucking weird and yeah. not able to be played by people who really know what they're doing. Yeah. Um, yeah, Sorry, Zach Gage contributed to a bunch of stuff and I'm trying to put down what it was and I'll need to search it in a little bit. Um, but yes, so uh, one of the big shit fits of the week which I think we should just be a segment now like internet shit fit yeah. of the week.
1: Um, how have how has the video game industry fucked up this week?
0: Yeah, exactly. Or how people think the video game industry is fucked up yeah, this week. Yeah, that as well. Yeah. Um, so the new Call of Duty game is out next month as... It's November. There's a Call of Duty game coming that's, out. Yeah, that's how um, that works. And with the kind of popularity of those games being at an all-time low, or an interest in those games being at an all-time low, they are trying to reinvigorate it by including Modern Warfare remastered with the new one. So it's a remaster of the original uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the one that
1: uh, revolutionized the game, the shooter genre. Yeah,
0: exactly. So a bunch of people. Uh, so it seems like Activision have caught on to what a bunch of people were talking about doing anyway. And I've said that in order to play Modern Warfare Remastered, you must either own the digital copy of the game or have the disc in the drive or the
1: oh, remaster Christ. will not
0: boot <laughs> to stop you, for instance, from buying the game, check, cashing in the Modern Warfare Remastered thing and then selling it back.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Which is what yeah. a bunch
0: of people were planning to do. Yeah. That's, um, yeah. Is a digital download. You have to buy one of the special editions. Um, you can't just buy the $60 base game. Um but yes, the disc required to be into play, um, which pissed a lot of people off, obviously. But can oh, yeah really yeah, fault Activision? Because...
1: No, they, they have to protect their property and they're like trying to sell games and stuff. Yeah, like, I, I can't really sh- blame them.
0: It's a shitty move, but like also buying it, getting the thing and then selling it back is also kind of a shitty move. Um. Uh, yeah. So yeah, you're trying to so,
1: stop shitty people from doing shitty things by doing a shitty thing. Yeah, but the one that, like to f- you're literally trying to fight fire with fire. Kind of.
0: But the one shitty thing that is apparent though is that it wasn't exactly very well uh, messaged. Apparently, the small print on the game's website was just subtly changed one day, and to mention this, oh. like this hasn't been there for a while, uh, hmm. but then it suddenly just appeared. So that's that's shitty. But yeah, again, can't really fault them on. On what they're doing. Um, and the final thing, uh, Twitch Prime. Yes. Because in case you forgot that Amazon bought Twitch like a couple of years ago.
1: Yeah.
0: Is that right? Was it 2014? Really?
1: Wow. Okay. Sure. That was a long time ago. Okay. yeah,
0: Okay. Um, so yeah. So if you have an Amazon Prime account, you automatically get Twitch uh, Twitch Prime. So you can just sync your accounts. I did. I did it with mine, and it seems relatively straightforward. You just attach one account to the other, and it that works. Um. So, what do you get as a Twitch Prime? Uh, you get a free game, free game loot every month. So, like instant. Ac- the things they're talking about is instant access to the newest Hearthstone hero, Tyrant Whisperwind. I don't know what that yes. is.
1: Uh, uh, it's a character from World of Warcraft. Sure, she is a new character to play as in Hearthstone as a priest. I think she's a new priest. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's a
0: new indie game Streamline, which looks like it's been at least sponsored by Twitch or something like that. Yeah. but it is a, I have no idea what that is, I'm just reading this now. Um, you will also receive discounts on new release box games sold by Amazon during the pre-order period or for the first two weeks after launch, which is yeah. kind of cool. Uh, you get a badge obviously for your Twitch account, shows you you're a member, and you get ad-free viewing, uh, exclusive emotes and chat badge, and one free channel subscription every 30 days which is something I had to go look at because I don't use Twitch that often and I had to go figure out what the fuck that is. So do you want to briefly explain what Twitch subscriptions are because you're much more Uh, Twitch user than me?
1: The bigger Twitch channels have a thing where you can pay the person like three quid a month and you get things like no ads and special chat emotes and a special thing by your name in the chat and all that sort of stuff. It's mainly just a way of you supporting the people that you like
0: yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a subscription. If you have,
1: if you have a super, like I have I have one Twitch subscription. Right. for someone that I watch consistently and sure. I do it mainly because I'm like I feel like you deserve this money. You put on good ta- you put on good content. I enjoy your content. You can have 3 pounds a month from me. Sure. It's okay. Um, That's sort our of idea.
0: But it's uh, but it's like a subscription to a channel, right? It's not just like a
1: general yes. subscription, right? You can do Turbo which is you're subscribing to I don't know what you're subscribing to. But you're giving Twitch money, which gives oh, you yes, no I the that. site whatsoever, and gives you a different thing by your name in all chats and stuff like that. It's weird. Twi- Turbo is different, but sure. so it doesn't yeah. look
0: like Turbo is going away. It looks like it's no. staying around for a while at least. Um, but it seems like Prime is a better
1: way of doing that. Um, yeah, it's well, like no it was better. a thing that it was a. Th- it was a thing for like a bunch of people. It just sort of, it just so happened that they had Twitch Prime anyway because a bunch of people have Twitch Prime yeah. or sorry, Amazon Prime that yeah. they just get this for free, and the things sort of overlap. Sure. So that's what people noticed, and I noticed that happen in a bunch of streams and stuff like that as well, where like subscriber counts went way, way, way up because people were just getting these for free sure. and being like, "Oh, cool! I can give this person." I don't know how it works in terms of monetary value. Like, I don't so know if, how does... much the streamer gets
0: stuff so I do but, remember reading somewhere that the streamer gets whatever their subscription thing would be um okay cool. so yeah they,
1: they just get like whatever if they get the cop then that's fine so that's good so they go but, so
0: here's here's from their official thing uh when Twitch Prime members use a free channel subscription every month, the streamer gets paid just like any other subscription. So this cool. introduces a new way to help support streamers you love, even if you don't subscribe for.
1: Yeah, so that's good. So that's just you giving the people that deserve the money or like good content creators more avenues to get paid for their content. Yeah, so that's totally. Great. And as,
0: a, as a person who has um, Amazon Prime and I've had it for a while, the fact that I get Twitch without ads is enough for me. Like that's to make well, yeah, that
1: on one channel. <laughs> no, it's it's ad free across the entire. What for it's, Prime? I well, no, because you 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 give a channel your Prime, so I don't. That seems like a subscription. And so again, this is from their page. And
0: on Twitch, once you link your Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account, you get an ad-free viewing experience, exclusive emotes, oh. on chat badge, and one free channel subscription every three. days. Oh, okay, cool. So you get parts of Turbo,
1: yeah. So you um, kind of get terrible at the same time, yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. And
0: it's a free channel subscription every thirty days as well. It's not just the one. Yeah, that's that's how subscriptions work. <laughs> right, okay. they're month rolling. Oh, sure. Okay. So I wonder what happens if you change. You totally can. When it's no, but, easy I bu- but I wonder, like, when it says one free channel every thirty days, does that mean like you can subscribe to one channel one month and then keep that subscription and then move to a different uh, subscribe to a different channel as well? So you subscribe to
1: two oh, and then three and then I four. Doubt it. That, I doubt that. That's how that that's works.
0: not how it's worded but also doesn't not say that. So I'll need to yeah. I'll need to have a look into that. It's um, weird. Um but yeah that seems cool. Like for me it's cool, mean, yeah. As a person who like I say, as a person who has Prime, this is just value adds for me. Um yeah. Prime is currently seven ninety nine in the UK a month. Um ten ninety nine a month in the US. So yeah, I mean I, I'm sure there are people who have turbo that this is the bump that they would need to go like ah I might as well just get Amazon Prime while I'm yeah. there. Um yeah, and one of the other, the other advantages for this um, that I saw a bunch of people talking about was that there are places where Twitch, you couldn't sign up for Twitch Turbo, but you can get an Amazon account. So this bridges that gap.
1: Oh, that's good for them, There's yeah. There's some countries that, that
0: you can't do that with. Um, Yeah, I think that's everything I have. Cool. Uh, yes, do you have anything else, or is that us?
1: I don't think so, yeah. Cool.
0: So the next couple of weeks... Um, apparently games are starting to appear but i'm not entirely convinced
1: civ comes out next week oh is that next week oh shit yeah okay right so i won't see so you the, for the main nah the, the main problem so civ comes out next friday right yes a week on friday okay but it's been kind of a heavy month for me i kind of don't want to buy it uh until i get paid which sure. is the week after so we might have to delay the podcast a week so that we have something to talk about. Totally.
0: Um, yeah, I'm just looking at what's coming up for the next couple of weeks. Um, Res, the PS4 Res: the Infinite comes out uh, next week, or the, sorry, this week, um, which I think is playable outside of VR. I hope it is because I I don't actually own a copy of Res, which seems nuts.
1: Um, so you just I want kinda, to play Res again. Yeah. Kind of just want to have Res. I don't know if it is playable outside of VR. I thought it was a VR game.
0: <laughs> I think it definitely has VR support and that's how it's been demoed, but I can't imagine it would be VR only. I don't know. We'll see. Um, obviously, a bunch of PlayStation VR comes out. We should have probably talked about that at some point. Ah, we'll come back to it. Um, yeah. PlayStation VR doesn't seem no, particularly I'm good. Shit show sure that thing is. Yeah, yeah, based on reviews and stuff like that. Um, maybe wait and try yeah,
1: it. Wait until it. Maybe work out a bunch of the kinks. But... Yeah,
0: uh, but obviously, like this week, a bunch of VR games come out. Um, I'm trying to see if there's anything else because they basically take up every like games coming this week list that I can see. Yeah. Uh, Battlefield 1, October 21st. When are we back? 24th. Okay. Or 25th, Mm -hmm. sorry. Yeah, okay. So that's next week.
1: Uh,
0: Yeah, not a lot, particularly. Um, Titanfall is the next big one that I can see.
1: uh, When's that?
0: October 28th
1: oh Christ that's the week after so fuck okay yeah so busy of weeks. ah video games ah (laughs) totally and then the game after that is Watch Dogs in November I think well
0: Call of Duty is November 4th Watch Dogs is 11th I
1: think yeah that's two weeks after that yeah Yeah.
0: something along those lines sure but yeah plenty to keep going with
1: Um, and you're totally going to go and get a 100 foot robot golf now aren't you
0: (laughs) I'm tempted I am really tempted yeah Um, we'll, we'll see we'll see how that goes um, in terms of site stuff, what do we have? The Fractured Space uh, yes. will be this week, probably, because I've got a bunch of time to, to cut it together this week. Um, I'm looking to get something on Virginia sorted. Um, that might be next week, but we'll see how it goes. Sure. Uh, what else is there? Um, there's nothing really else I can show off, so we might just have to, might just have to bide our time until more games appear. But, um, yeah. but but until then, GameEngineStart.com is the name of the website. Where you can find all of our videos, or our articles, and podcasts are up there. Uh, we are on YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash game engine start. You'll find all of the videos on there. Subscribe, and get them usually a day before they hit the main site. We are on Twitter and Facebook. If you search Game Engine Start on there, you'll find us. Podcast at GameEngine is our email address if you want to get in touch. And that's us. Enjoy average playing. And see you in two weeks. Bye-bye. Bye.